Deep in the Owyhee Mountains of Idaho and the Pedro Mountains of Wyoming, a group of diminutive creatures are said to live. Join me as I tell the tale of the cannibalistic Nimi Rygar. Welcome to Spooky Tales of the Pacific Northwest and Beyond. Hello, this is Spooky Tales of the Pacific Northwest and Beyond, and this is Jennifer. Um, today we're going to be talking about a um, little thing, well, little creature anyway, called a Nimi Rygar. Um, this creature is something of indigenous legend, and I don't know if my sources correct or not so if there's anybody who are you know like within these nations go ahead and email me at um spooky pnwpod at gmail.com and let me know if i got something wrong or what you know what i could have um and what i could fix in the you know future um anyway so the Shoshone and the Paiute nations of Idaho and Wyoming um, speak of a little creature that is very small in stature, and they make their home in the Owyhee Mountains, the Wind River, and the Pedro Mountains, That um, and the Pedro Mountains are located in Wyoming. Um, these native people say that these tribes of tiny people are very dangerous and very mysterious. Um, their names are actually, their name actually is a rough translation of the Shoshone Paiute words for people eater. Um, so they are considered to be very cannibalistic and um, they, um, they're also pretty connected to some of the more um, chilling of the legends that are in fol folklore that are within these nations. Um, it's said that the Nimi Rygar would kill their own people if those members could no longer contribute. Um, by killing them, they'd finally do just that and um, feed the rest of the Nimi Rygar tribe. So in a way they would be contributing. Um, <clears throat> they are, excuse me, sorry about that. The Nimi Rygar are said to be no taller than three feet in height, and they have long tails that they wrap around their bodies as a way of hiding themselves. Um, I'm assuming like in the bush or whatever, so you don't see them. Um, and they have a mouth that is full of very sharp canine teeth. Um, the legends say that they would shoot small arrows that were poisoned on the tips and they would raid and war with the Shoshone and the Paiute nations in Wyoming and Idaho. <clears throat> um, the people also had a fear that the Nimi Rygar would steal their babies and their children. Um, legend says that if they steal, stole the babies and the children, the babies and children would probably end up in the cooking pot. Um, they also said that these Nimi Rygar would trick the indigenous tribal members into um, self-destruction by playing pranks and tricks and um, setting up people who were innocent to be blamed for crimes that were pretty horrific. Not a good look for these Nimi Rygar. Um, 
hold on, I gotta change the page. Um, some of the sources say that the Nimi Rygar would sing and cry in the forests in an attempt to lure children so that they could eat them. So they would, you know, hide in the bush or whatever and use songs that children would like or they would cry or you know sound like sound like children in the bush and um unsuspecting and kind of dumb children would go into the bush and get snatched um there's actually some connection that to one of the idaho ghost towns <clears throat> called silver city um and i might revisit this now. So we might look at Silver City later on and um, see all of their, you know, talk about all of their ghosts and stuff like that. Um, some of the people say that the settlers here couldn't figure out why the native population would avoid certain places in the woods. And um, they can just, they simply could not figure out why some of the natives wouldn't go to certain places until they started hearing small cries and singing in the hillsides. Um, from what I read, this did lead to some people coming up missing. So maybe it wasn't just the native populations that had to worry about the Nimi Rygar. Um, <clears throat> there are actually many, many, many different stories and tales and legends of um, small people, little people, um, in native populations in the United States and Hawaii, um, all across the globe. But in the United States, um, the Comanche people have <clears throat> the Numipis, Nunupis, sorry, um, the Cherokee call them Yumi, Yunwe, Junsti. Um, I don't know if I said that correctly. So if I did not, please, by all means, feel free to um, correct my pronunciation. Um, and people from Hawaii refer to them as the Minihuni. Uh, Mexico and the peoples there have a creature called the Duendes. Um, they're pretty similar to the Nimi Rygar um, in, in certain aspects and they're tricksters and you know some some stories say that the duendes are tricksters and some say that they um lure you away to be nefarious um actually i actually um my stepdad is mexican and if i can convince him i might actually um see if i can do an interview and have a guest speaker and we'll cover duendes in one of our um beyond episodes um so anyway so a lot of different cultures have legends of little people people and <clears throat> whether they're cannibals or not like that just is that's what you know what you would see in from culture to culture it doesn't necessarily mean every single um legend about little people is has them as cannibalistic or anything like that um <sighs> Folklore and legends were thought to be proven true um, in the 1930s when a couple guys were digging for gold in the mountains of, I think it was the Pedro Mountains. I can't remember. Um, oh, <laughs> I have it written down here in my notes. Um, two guys digging for gold found um, a mummy um, and that was only 14 inches tall and they found it in a cave about 60 miles south of Copper, Wyoming. Cooper, Wyoming, excuse me. Initially, it was believed to be a hoax, so there was some pretty extensive um, 
tests done on the mummy. Um, the tests were performed by the anthropology department at Harvard. And um, this department stated that the mummy was estimated to be the body of an adult who was aged around 65. Um, <clears throat> the mummy had a damaged spine, a broken collarbone, and a smashed skull. And the anthropology department said that this suggested to them that its death was rather violent. Thing sounds pretty violent. Um, what added to the weird about this mummy was the fact it had a full set of sharply pointed canine teeth. Um, when this body was tested by the University of Wyoming, it was actually found to be the deceased um, anencephalic infant. And um, it was said that the cranial deformity of the this disease gave it the appearance of a miniature adult. Um, Another mummy was also um, examined in 1990 <clears throat> by the University of Wyoming and um, anthropologist George Gill and Denver Children's Hospital um, said that this one was also found to be an anencephalic infant. Um, so maybe sometimes when people are digging where they shouldn't be digging, in you know unmarked graves and stuff like that they're finding you know like the deformed bodies of somebody's baby and really shouldn't be messing with them um dna testing showed that this particular uh mummy that was tested by um george gill was to be that of indigenous descent and it was dating back to 1700s so odds are that this was somebody's baby was pretty um, freaking high. Uh, some other accounts um, claim to have found some cemeteries and um, burial sites. Uh, one such account was by the missionary Zeisberger. Um, it, my source didn't, the, the information that I found didn't say anything about what his first name was. And it, this information might point to the existence of the Nimi Rygar or other little people. Uh, because in 1778, when he wrote, he wrote uh, his, in his journal, he spoke of a burial ground that supposedly contained the remains of a pygmy race. And that all of these particular bodies and uh, graveyard grave sites um, held bodies that were approximately three feet tall all of these these this burial ground which Zeisberger said to have the graves was said to have the graves arranged with all of the heads facing to the west um, this graveyard no longer exists due to the extensive farming and, um, you know, the crap that modern people have done to all of the various different sites like this throughout the centuries of colonization and settling. Um, yeah, so that was a rather short episode. Um, but this is the tale of the Nimi Rygar. Um, I really hope that those um, universities gave those babies back to the nations that they belong to um, because they were somebody's like, I mean, if they, if they're not an Amy Rygar and they truly are the anas, you know, anencephalic babies that were born to indigenous women uh, two, two, 300 years ago, they really need to be put to rest and they really shouldn't have been 
you know, bothered and they need to go back to the nations that they belong to so that they can appropriately intern them again. Um, This also does show that sometimes even those Ivy League schools that people pay crap loads of money to go to might get shit wrong sometimes. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, Harvard. Yeah, go with it. Um, And, you know, like we might not know all of the burial practices of these tribes who have infants that are born to them that are um, deformed and, you know, deceased because of these deformities. So it's, you know, we don't know, like maybe they were buried the way that they were so that they were protected in their afterlife or whatever. Like we don't know because we weren't, we didn't live back then. And obviously nobody took the time or had the care to learn about it, you know, like talking to the people that they might've belonged to like the Shoshone and the Paiute. Um, so anyway, that's the Nimi Rygar. Um, maybe for sure. Definitely. I'm going to ask my stepdad if, if he could guest, guest star on my podcast and, and we'll do a, an episode on Duendes. Um, there's a lot of folklore, you know, surrounding little people in various different in cultures. I mean, even, even in Europe, they have them, they have, you know, like the little people in Scotland and Ireland and England, and, you know, you get the fae folk and everything like that. So like, there's a lot of legends about different little people and, you know, not all of them are cannibalistic. Not all of them are evil. Not all of them are good. Not all of them are, you know, visible, I guess. Some of them might be invisible. So next week, um, we're going to have, that's going to be our two, two episode week. So next week I will be, um, talking about a couple haunted hospitals in the Pacific Northwest, and I am going to dive into the Alaska Bermuda Triangle. I don't know how long that episode is going to be because the information out there about the Bermuda Triangle in Alaska or Alaska Speed Triangle is there's a lot of information, but it's going to be fun. And I think it'll be pretty interesting. And I know for a fact that there's been a few um, paranormal TV shows, episodes about this, this phenomenon in Alaska. Um, there's several haunted psychiatric hospitals in the Pacific Northwest. I know there's some in Washington. So that episode might be a little bit longer also, but yeah, so that was the Nimi Rygar. It wasn't the 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 longest or most in depth, but there really wasn't a whole lot of information out there. I will, like always, um, link the sources in the show notes. And yeah, that's it. You can find us on Instagram at spooky pop, spooky PNW podcast, and. Um, we can be heard on iHeartRadio, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. Um, again, I have a email, the spookypnwpod at gmail.com, that I would love for you to send your any kind of spooky tale you could think of that you might have experienced or maybe a family member experienced. Please send them to that email because I would love to feature them on the podcast. Um, if you are feeling froggy, once again, you can also DM me on the Instagram at spooky PNW podcast. Um, we, I'm still working on the Patreon, so that'll be finished at some point. Um, <clears throat> it's open and ready and people can do whatever they want with it. But um, yeah, so I'm still working on that. So yeah, I think that's it for today. So 
keep on keeping it spooky, guys. So yeah, send me your emails. Thanks.